What if you could overcome any challenge that was thrown your way at school? How might this make you feel? Would you feel more successful? Would you be happier? Hi, I'm assistant professor Dr. Scott Straub, and that's why I created Super Student, Superhuman, because I was once a failing student, but I learned a few tips that changed everything. In fact, that's why I created this podcast, because I want to help struggling students succeed, and I want to share those tips to help you improve in school and in life. So let's get started. Giddy up. In this episode, I'd like to talk about the idea of stick with itness or tenacity, the power to overcome, or I like to say, bring it on. Now, I know I didn't create that phrase, and there's the old Nike saying, just do it, which means if you remember the old commercials, it's someone, it's five in the morning, it's raining outside, and they're jogging on a path. The idea of just overcoming whatever life is throwing your way, the bring it on mindset. As a student, you have to develop that mindset if you want to succeed in school. Why? Because things will get harder. And I don't say that to discourage you. I say that to encourage you, meaning that if you know things are going to get hard, you can start to prepare for it. Now, what makes me an expert is because I've quit and failed at just about everything in my life. I can't even... We don't have enough time to tell you about the amount of things I've quit because as soon as it got hard, I just ran away, sometimes crying. For example, when I was seven years old, seven or eight, I was on the soccer team. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. And they put me in goalie and I was undefeated, which means I didn't have a goal scored on me the entire year. I was incredible. Probably the best goalie on the planet until the next year. They put me on a higher level team, the traveling team, and I was scored upon in about the first three or four minutes. I'd never had a goal scored upon me. And I remember I cried and cried and cried. I tried to play for a couple more minutes. They yanked me out of the game. I sat on the sideline and I cried and I told my parents, I am never playing that sport again. And I never did. I did not have at that time the power to just bring it on, meaning whatever life threw at me. In fact, the idea for this episode, tell you another quick story, was just yesterday. I was installing windows in my 1952 travel trailer. Everything is incredibly rare and parts are impossible to get. I installed three out of the four windows because I'm brilliant. Not really, because I broke the fourth one. I was in a rush and I broke the fourth window. And I immediately threw my tools across the lawn and I was so upset with myself. And then I said, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. I remember physically saying that. And then I thought to myself, well, right down the street, about a mile away, there's a window replacement company and I could take the window down there, the window frame. And I did right before closing. And they said they'd have it ready for me about uh, 4 p.m. today, as soon as the podcast is done. They're going to replace it for about $75. And the window is going to be nicer than what I had before. So the idea of bringing it on is something that I want to share with you, some strategies, how to overcome anything. Now, what makes me an expert? Well, like I said, I failed at everything and now I've developed some strategies. But I've also taught for over 20 years, probably closer to 25 now. I hate to admit how old I am. And I've seen students from elementary school all the way through graduate school. That's how many levels I've taught. And a certain set of students, I'll say about 20%, no matter what happens to them, they just push through. They spend weeks on a paper. They should have backed it up. But for whatever reason, they lose it. 
and they stay up till four in the morning and they reproduce it and they just get it done while so many others just give up. They, as soon as something goes wrong, they miss a deadline or whatever it might be. They just gripe, they complain, they blame themselves, they blame the world. They usually blame the teacher, maybe the parents, whatever it might be. They just don't have that stick withedness that idea of the power to overcome. So let's talk about seven or eight things you can do to start help developing that. And these are things that I did when I was younger, about 20 years ago, to help me get through my master's degree and certainly my, my doctoral degree, which I recently finished. Can't even tell you how many things went wrong. The I actually quit my doctoral program after I'd completed all of my classes. I spent $30,000. I completed all of my coursework and all I had to do, I was about two thirds through my dissertation, which is about a hundred, 150 page research paper. Incredibly brutal. I was so frustrated with my college that I literally just gave up and I quit the next day. I unquit and I finished up and things worked fine because I said, bring it on, bring it on. My wife reminded me that that's my mindset. And I did. So now let's talk about some things you can do, or maybe you can help a someone that you love. Maybe you're a parent or a teacher. You can talk about these things with your students or your children. First of all, you have to understand, all people have to understand that things will get harder. Now, I know that's kind of negative to say, but if you realize that ahead of time, then you'd be like, oh, you know what? Yep. Things were going to suck for a little while, but here it is, and I'm going to find a way to overcome it. But if you just expect everything to be roses, if you just expect to be an undefeated goalie for your entire life, life's going to be a really, really hard ride. I can tell you because I rode that ride for a long time until I went to counseling and did a few other things to help me get my mind straight and develop a little bit more self-confidence and stick with itness. Second thing is, while life can be unfair, school can be really, really unfair. In fact, school is about one of the most unfair places that I've ever seen. In college, for instance, it was my third year and it was one of my geology finals. I was a geologist and I was, shoot, only a couple, three minutes late to the final. Professor locked the door and I went from an A to a C minus, they had minuses in that time, in about 45, 50 minutes. I remember looking, the door had these little vertical windows and I could look through and I wasn't crying, I was really upset, but I could watch everybody else that I knew taking the exam, an exam that I prepared very, very hard for. I wasn't allowed to take it. And all my whining, all my complaining to the dean, to the department chair, they didn't want to hear about it. That was the policy. I was told in advance. It was in the syllabus. Done. In kindergarten, I looked on a neighbor's paper because I didn't know what a quiz or test was. It was the first or second quiz we ever had. It was on something. I don't know what it was. But the teacher accused me of cheating, and I did literally sit in the dollhouse for the entire day. I couldn't participate in any of the activities, and I cried and cried and cried. That was my first introduction to school. School can be very unfair, but if you know that, if you know it can be difficult, once again, you can start to prepare and have that mindset, no matter what they throw at me, bring it on. Okay, this next one, I certainly don't say lightly, this next step. It's professional counseling. 
if you or someone that you love gives up, gets depressed and easily frustrated with everything all the time, it might not be just enough to talk to a friend, a family member, although that can be a good thing. Sometimes people need professional help. How do I know about getting professional help? Because I've been to counseling two, I think three times over the course of the last 25 years. I have some really dark times, battled with illness and severe depression and extremely low self-confidence. And all the books and all the help from friends, while it was good to have a support group, not saying that's bad, I needed to talk to a professional, someone who could listen to me and then say back to me what I was saying and help me develop strategies to become a more self-confident, a better human being. So counseling may be for you or someone that you love if you tend to just give up and are always blaming the entire world. If you don't fix it, your entire life is going to be incredibly rough instead of having a lot of joy, which you should have. Not all the time, but we should have some joy in our life. Now, the next thing is, this idea, sometimes things are hard because we don't get started soon enough. Tony Robbins once said, I'm going to paraphrase, he says, never leave the site of an idea without taking some action first. Now, if you have a big assignment coming, a big project, whatever it might be, a big test you have to study for, start right now. Maybe you could study for one minute. Or maybe it's a project, you can make a list of things you're going to need, or maybe some steps you're going to do. Might be an assignment, you can outline the chat, you can look at the chapter really quick, or make a list of things you'll need to do to be successful. Maybe you need to, you know, pre-read and do the reading and whatever, maybe look at a video, whatever it might be. You can get started immediately. Because what happens is down the road, things are going to go wrong. They almost always do. But if you've made some progress, you can say, all right, I've done 5% of it, 1% of it. I've done something percent. I now can finish the rest. But if you've done nothing and then something blows up in your face, you're apt to give up if you don't have that bring it on mentality. And one way to get that is to start on it. So that's something that I, I highly suggest. The next thing is, do not overlook the resources that you have. You probably, most likely, whether you're in medical school or you're in elementary school, I guarantee you there are resources around you, the library, that can help you. The libraries that I've seen lately in the last 20 years have an unbelievable amount of resources and help that can help you. The tutoring centers in the library, I'm saying them interchangeably, sometimes they're different, but the tutors they have now at our community college, you can get help with psychology, help with any math problem. You can write a paper and submit it online and get feedback. They're not going to write the paper for you, but they'll give you feedback and tell you what you need to improve upon. It, K through 12 schools that I do observations and I work with teachers on, I've seen the same types of things. People there have been successful students, the tutors, the librarians, they can help you figure out how to get more organized. Virtually any problem you have has been had by other students and they can help you overcome them. But you have to be willing to seek the help out. It's sometimes just seeking out help from friends or family's good, but sometimes you need professionals, people in schools to help you. Now, this is a tip that I'll probably say about 3,000 times on this podcast, this idea of back it up. And what do I mean by that is 
Sometimes people give up because they lose, th lose things, especially electronically. And if that ever happened to you, you know how frustrating that could be. I remember in college, I worked with this. There, there was a woman that I, that I, well, boy, did I like her. <laughs> and it was one of the first times we worked on a computer. Yeah, I'm that old. We had computers and we worked on a paper for about two or three hours. And I went to save it and I closed out the program and we lost everything. And I was just devastated. So if you're a student of any age, back up your stuff. Even if you email it to yourself as an attachment, you have a thumb drive, there are cloud systems, whatever it is, back it up. Because I guarantee you're going to lose it at some point. And if you have something backed up, at least some portion of it, when things blow up in your face, you can go back and at least you have a starting point. It's not from zero. It's from something other than zero. And the last thing is this idea of spending 95% on solutions and only 5% dwelling on problems. Just like yesterday, when I broke that window, in the past, what I would have done had just complained and complained and moped around for days and days and blamed... I don't know, I'd blame me and everything else. It's an old travel trailer, whatever it might be. But I now have the mindset. I get frustrated. I threw my tools across the yard yesterday. Didn't throw them at anyone. Everybody was safe. But I, I literally threw them in frustration. But I now have the mindset as soon as I can calm myself down. All right, I need to spend way more time on solutions and way less time complaining. And that took a long time to develop, and I'm not perfect at it. No one is. But... Having that in the back as a tool, I can now overcome virtually everything. I can come up with solutions. And a lot of times, the solution is better than the original thing, meaning I come up with better ideas. Hopefully, some of those tips will help you next time life throws you a curveball. I'll give you a quick example. As I'm recording this podcast, outside, there's a lawn care company. I live in a community, and once a week they do lawn maintenance and, and they, they cut grass and blow leaves. It seems like for an entire day, it makes it almost impossible to do these podcasts. Well, it's Thursday. They normally do it on Friday, but they're doing it right now. I immediately got a little bit frustrated and I thought, oh, I'm going to have to wait an entire day to do this podcast because there's a little bit of noise in the background. Then I thought, you know what? Bring it on. So what if there's a little bit of noise? Big deal. It's more important that this information comes through. That's the power of having that bring it on mindset. That's the power that it can do for you. It can help you overcome things immediately. And you don't have to just stew and fester for days and weeks. You can fix things right on the spot. So hopefully those tips help you. On my website, I actually have a spot, a blog, where people share success stories. If that happens to be you, if you have something that you've used to overcome a challenge in life, go to theprofessorscott.com. There's a tab, it's called Study Skills, and then you click on it and it's Share Study Skills. You can just post that thing that you've used or you've seen others use to help them overcome challenges. I love to hear about success stories, so please do that. In this very last portion of the podcast, I'd like to talk about some research that I recently read. I always like to bring up some science-based information into the topic whenever possible. Well, in this particular book, 
they were talking about the idea of how the, the hypothalamus, that's a portion in the, the front portion of your brain, happens to be underneath the thalamus. And I know what you're saying. Wow, Scott, that seems really exciting. No, I know it doesn't sound exciting. But what they were saying was that the hypothalamus regulate, has the uh, tools to regulate the body. It does things like regulate your thirst, your temperature, but it also has a lot to do with your fear processing. The thing that controls you when things go wrong in your life, that flight or fight response. And they went on to talk about that you need to prepare in advance, just like when I talked about understanding that things will go wrong and you gotta have that bring it on mindset before things go wrong. Well, the idea that you need to prepare in advance for when things go wrong, your brain can overcome them not only on a conscious level, but an unconscious level. You see, you can just say, bring it on. And that's a good start. In fact, that's where you can start. But if you don't have that unconscious belief in your body, in your mind, that you can really overcome it, there's a good chance you're not going to overcome it. And how do you develop that? You need to tell yourself over and over and over again, consciously, Bring it on, bring it on, because eventually that'll become a part of you. But I've also done some other things, and I've learned this not only from this recent research that I've read, but I've done this for a long time, where I take in eight deep breaths, and I'll say a little incantation as I breathe in, and I breathe in, as I breathe out. I might say something like, I breathe in relaxation as I breathe in. I breathe out fear or I breathe in success and I breathe out fear. Whatever it might be, maybe I breathe out anxiety, I do different ones, but I'll take eight deep breaths. Why deep breaths? Because scientifically they've shown it immediately within just several breaths, it lowers your stress hormones in your body. And once your stress hormones are lowered, then your rational brain can start to kick in and you can start to make strategies to plan out or overcome anything that's come your way. And you know this is true. If you've ever been really upset, I can't do anything. It's very hard to come up with solutions when you're in that mindset. But when you calm down later on, then you go, oh, okay, okay, what do I need to do? So the idea of lowering your stress levels are go a long way to helping you succeed. And the idea of doing these little incantations, there's lots of them, you've probably heard some in your own life. That's one that I've worked for, that's worked for me. The idea of taking eight deep breaths and saying something positive. I breathe in success, I breathe out anxiety. Give that a try next time you're upset and see if it helps you succeed. Best of luck, everybody. Join us each week wherever you listen to your podcasts, or you can listen on my website, theprofessorscott.com slash podcast, or you can watch it on YouTube, and you can find that YouTube link on my website as well. Once again, that's theprofessorscott.com slash podcast. Stay successful, folks. You got this.